Good morning, everybody. Good day to be alive. Amen. Amen. Nothing I'd rather be doing now than breathing. There. We're going to do something a little different this morning. Uh, actually, I'm going to be uh, preaching this morning eventually. And, and uh, what, I, what we're going to do, though, is we're going to try to engage the congregation in the sermon. What I mean by that is, we're going to turn to, to a, a verse of scripture here in uh, 1 Corinthians and 26. And in different versions, it has a, a, a different title. In the NIV, it says, Orderly Worship. Much of uh, our Christianity today and throughout the years, throughout, throughout the eons of time, uh, in different cultures, we've adapted our, uh, our worship, our protocol, our order, primarily because of what we've seen, because of what we've been around. However, there are, it is a protocol and order of worship that can be up that the Bible talks about. And it's not necessarily saying that you always have to do it this way every time, but there's an order there that from time to time I think we can use. And if you will uh, turn with me, if you have your Bibles, to 1 uh, Corinthians 14 and 26. And Paul's writing here, and Paul goes through a quite a long discussion about church and Christianity, talks about tongues, interpretation, different things. Then he comes down here and he says, what shall we say then, brothers, when you come together, everyone, corporately, we have a, a hymn, a word of instruction, a revelation, a tongue, and an interpretation. And he says, all of these things must be done decently and in order. So basically what he's saying is that there's a way that we can sometimes have worship whereby the congregation is involved. And so maybe this week you've had a hymn on your heart, a, a song. Well, we're gonna have, we're gonna, what we're going to do is we're going to have our song, we're going to sing another song, and then this mic up here, everybody sees this mic, right? We're going to invite you to come up, and maybe you can lead us in a congregational hymn. Now, we might not know it back here, but that's okay. We Sing something that, you know, we're all comfortable with. Maybe an old hymn that, man, you think, you know, I haven't heard that to him in years, and I'd like to hear it again. And come on up here and we'll sing it together with you. Oh, it goes on to say a word of instruction. So maybe you've got something, and you know, it's really on your heart, and something you feel God's given you that you want to share, that this burning in you. And so we're going to invite you to come up here and share. And maybe a tongue and interpretation. Now, that's something a little different. But uh, we're not opposed to that. Brother Jesse's been speaking on tongues, interpretation, sort of thing. So we'll see how that goes. But we're open to that. Amen. We're, we're prepared to say, okay, Lord, if you've got a tongue interpretation, let's, let's let her crank. And so bring them on up here. Where's the tongue? Let's see what happens. Also, he says, uh, all these things are done decently in order. So there's a, a bit of a structure. We don't just run wild, but we always respect the, the, the house we're in, the church we're in. I, before I even decided to bring this up, I, I approached my dear brother pastor and said, is it okay with you if we do this? And he said, well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so he was very 
course, you don't sit sure, let's give it a try. So anyways, that's what we're going to do. So we're going to sing this next song. Oh, I forgot the revelation. Perhaps someone in, this week has had a revelation of something. God has spoken to you, man. Maybe you read some scripture a hundred times and it just never made any sense. And then click, bang. Oh, wow. We're going to invite you to come up here and share them. So we're going to take a few folks and we're, we're, we don't want to drag this thing up too long because I, I, I do hope to get to preaching. But if, if I, you know, I'm going to try to tweak my sermon and message according to how much time we spend up here. So the longer we have, you know, as a team, the less you have to put up with me. Right? <laughs> so we're going to sing a song, and then we're going to, if you got something, well, come on up here. If you got your Bible with you, if you just want to share, however you want to do it, the song, we're going to say, come on up and, and share. We do hope you won't be too, too long. I mean, we don't want no long sermons. Well, two sermons this morning, just one. <laughs> so, praise the Lord. Let us pray. Everybody to sit down. Okay, who wants to come up here and start this thing? Any volunteers? I don't get to come to church very often because of my job. But I've been listening to the uh, app. And Jesse talking about dying to herself. And the song has been getting me through it. Has been, I am a new creation. All things have passed away, all things have become new. Yes, yes. And every time somebody at work annoys me, I pray for them. And I say, I am a new creation. I am dying to the old self. The old self has passed away. I am a new creation. And it just gives me the strength and the power to go forward every day. Yeah. I'm just so grateful. Yeah. Is you know that song? I'm a new creation. I'm a new creation. I'm a brand new man. Oh, things have passed away. I'm born again. More than a conqueror. That's who I am. I'm a new creation. I'm a new creation, I'm a brand new man, more than a conqueror, that's who I am.
there's a verse that's been, the Lord's been speaking to me over and over again for months now. And every time I get stressed or worried, it comes back to my mind. It's like the Lord is promising me this. And that verse is, all things work together for good to those who love God. I just want to tell you all 
I realize that it's spring and there's no snow on the roads and people drive a little bit faster, but everybody has somebody that they love and they want to come home. And please, please watch for you when you're driving. Luckily, I have Ed. He came home in a bit of a stirred up mood. And Terry got a ride home and he's going to get a new truck. But I, I was so scared and I'm so glad that I'm here. And I'm glad that all of you are back. Not that the music wasn't good before. <laughs> but thank you. seen me for years, but you have no idea who I am. <laughs> no. So, and I don't know who you are either. <laughs> so, yourselves under the mighty hand of God, and at the right time he will lift you up in honor. So, brothers and sisters, give your worries and your cares to God, for he cares about you, and he cares about you so much I can't even begin to explain, can't even begin to explain, because you really can't explain it, you have to experience it. But I hope that for you, and I hope that for every single one of you. But stay alert. You have to be vigilant, too. Once that happens, the devil's going to try to take that away from you. You've got to be strong. So Peter speaks to that and says, Stay alert. Watch out for your great enemy, the devil. He prowls around like a roaring lion, looking for someone to devour. Stand firm against him, and be strong in your faith. Remember that your Christian brothers and sisters all over the world are going through the same kind of suffering. 
So in his kindness, God called you to share in his eternal glory, which is the awesome news, by means of Jesus Christ. So, and this is the verse, really, I guess, that I got here. I like the context of things. After you have suffered a little while, because we all have suffered for a little while, some of us are still suffering right now, and there is suffering. But after you have suffered for a little while, he will restore you. He will support you. In some versions it says confirm you. He'll let you know. He'll confirm you. He'll restore you and he'll confirm you. And if you're so far gone, you don't even remember where you started and what that restoration is supposed to take you back to, it's okay. He'll show you what that is. He will restore you. He'll support you. He will strengthen you. And he will establish you. All the power be to our Father in heaven forever and forever. Okay, show and tell time. Um, Second Peter says that we get to partake of the divine nature. To err is human, to forgive divine. You have something of God inside you to be able to forgive. Next thing, even higher, to be able to bless. What he blesses, life happens. Stand up. Anyone stand up? I want you to reach out to somebody next to you. Reach out to somebody next to you. You've come to church for one reason. You've come to church, well actually I don't know what that reason is. It's kind of, you come to church to connect with God. God will flow through you because God is love. He who abides in love abides in God and God in Him. You can bless the person next to you say, you really need this. So in Jesus' name, I bless you to know Him more, to know His life, to be filled to overflowing with His life. Inexpressible, Inexpressible and full of glory. Full of glory. Sit there for a second. You're, I know you're standing. Awesome. So what you just did, and I kind of was kind of tricky, but I got you all to stand up, and you're letting the life of God flow through you. See how easy that is. You bless. Jesus said, my words I speak to you are spirit and they are life. Mm -hmm. You just spoke life and spirit into somebody who really needed it. Okay, are you glad you came to church? Yeah. Awesome. I try not to make this long, but um, ever since I was 16, I've wanted to be a missionary. It's been a calling to me. It's been my passion. It's been something I've been putting on the back burner, and I'm finally going in October. Yay! <laughs> now, there have been a lot of trials I've been through. And it's actually prepared me for this, this trip. Um, I'm 
I don't really like to go out of my comfort zone. I have no problem talking to people, but planning things for myself, I'm, I'm not so good with. So I'm going on this trip all by myself. I'm going across the world to somewhere I've never been before. Um, it is taking a lot of faith in God. Um, anything from raising the money, which has been flowing in, it's been amazing, um, to all my plans coming together. And the one thing that's really humbled me is, um, when I was, or back in 09, I was five months pregnant and I lost my son. And it was really devastating. And um, at that point I decided, you know what, I don't want to try again. I don't, I, I can't go through that again. So I figured, I have this really strong maternal instinct and I've always thought maybe it's because God wants me to work with orphans. Maybe it's something he wants me to pass on to them. Well, <laughs> the gentleman I'm, I'm, I'm meeting in Africa, him and his wife, they're pastors. And uh, I asked him, you know, what am I going to be doing in Africa? And he's like, well, what do you want to do? <laughs> and I said, well, you know, I'm open to anything, but there's a few things I would like to do. Um, he has arranged everything. I will be going to an orphanage and helping with orphans. I will be talking to women about sexual abuse. Um, I'm going to go see some of the tribes and reaching out to them. And the fact that he's able to coordinate every single thing that I've gone through, every single thing that is in my heart is just, October cannot come fast enough. <laughs> so um, yeah, just pray that more doors will open um, that I'm going to be able to reach so many people over there and uh, just tell them how much God loves them. You know, God says, ask of me and I will give you nations as an inheritance to you. So this world is getting smaller and smaller and smaller that we're able to reach out, you know, through the internet, through traveling, through anything. And it's just, it's, it's amazing. Praise God.
if I was to go to a church that suited me, I'd go to a church that played the old hymns and was very staid and nobody waved around. <laughs> um, but I'm not, I'm not here uh, to, to entertain myself. I'm here because I support my family, but I support this church for the things it does in this community. And I've seen the Spirit of God working in this church, in this place. What I'm saying is you've got the, the best teaching minister I have ever heard. And, and I've heard a lot. My father was a very good minister. He was a very good pastor. He loved people. He visited everybody. This guy even visited me. <laughs> so, what I'm trying to say is that in my life, I'm not always followed the straight and narrow, but as it's lived, I'm here, and I'm, I'm here by the grace of God, and I, the things that happened in my life have made this to be the right place for me at the right time here. I, I had no idea that I would be in a church like this. <laughs> I come here to support it because it's doing the right thing, and God bless you all.
it can be easy for someone that looks like me and my generation to be here because this is what I know. But we need people like you in your generation.
surprised. Quite a good response. So if, if there's one more person, we'll take on one more person, and then we're going to go on to the next word of service. Well, here's the mic. Welcome back to everyone. We missed you. Welcome back, Jesse, and our worship team. You're amazing. You're such a blessing. Anyways, um, what I wanted to share with you is something that happened to me. It began um, Friday. Friday morning, my daughter, Rochelle, sent me an email, and it was actually just a song. She sends me emails every day. But this song, or this word in the song, before I pressed it, can, can everyone hear me okay? Okay. Um, it actually, what popped at me was uh, the word rise. And so I pressed it, I listened to the song, and it was actually from American Idol, I guess a contestant. Anyways, but more than anything, it was the fact that this word rise popped in such a big way. So I just said, well, Lord, I don't, I don't know about this, but, you know, I accept it. And um, by evening, when I was sitting down and uh, I was watching some TV, all of a sudden, across my screen was this huge, I mean, it covered the whole screen, the word rise came up. And, I'm, and they were actually advertising a new, I guess, movie or maybe some sort of drama show. I'm not sure, I didn't even pay attention to that. What caught my eye was this big rise and that's all it said was rise. So by this time, God has really gotten my attention, and I'm not quite sure where he was going with this. So uh, yesterday, um, yesterday morning, I woke up, and what I had planned to do that day, I guess I just was not following that agenda. God must have had a different agenda for me because I, I found this plastic, um, container and there was a bunch of books in there and I thought you know what I'm just going to go through whatever's happening here I'm looking through shuffling through my books not even knowing what, what I'm doing there and all of a sudden at the very bottom of this container of mine is this book and the book in these big big letters says rise up to your destiny so I'm like, wow, Lord, like this is like three things in like two days here. And I just, I, I, this morning I just said, Lord, I'm not quite sure, you know, what's happening here. But it wasn't until I heard Gary come up here and ask us to share. And I thought, you know what, people of God, this, this is for me. It is for me to rise up to my destiny. But I want to share with you that God has a calling on each one of your lives. And whatever that calling may be, I encourage you to not hold back, to uh, rise up to who he has created you to be. You are beautifully and wonderfully made. So I encourage you to rise up to your destiny. Thank you. Amen. 